Hey everyone, welcome to Club Sandwich, the show with layers. Each week we interview musicians working day jobs in the service industry to bring home the bacon. Together we build a figurative club sandwich made of the music that gets them through their shifts. If that doesn't make sense now, it will soon, so clock in. I'm your host, Jack Wells. Today's guest is Robin Bassior, a Portland-based multi-instrumentalist singer-songwriter who has received praise from NPR's All Songs Considered, VH1, MTV, and more. Robin's music will make you want to cozy up on a couch, sip some warm tea while the fire crackles in the distance. Her poetic songs swell like the ocean with jazzy French horns accenting the classic piano pieces. Robin, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for having me. Of course. Currently, you are an arts and culture writer with contributions to Spin, Under the Radar, and more. You told me it's been a while since you worked in a restaurant, but we both know that it's impossible to forget the experience. A lot of people have dreams about their service industry jobs. Can you recall any strange dreams that stemmed from your waiting days? Oh yeah, I actually still have a reoccurring dream where I'm back at one of the restaurants I've worked at, and I can't figure out the lay of the the floor and what the numbers of the tables are, so I'm trying to figure out where food goes, but more and more people keep coming in, and I'm losing the orders. So it's just kind of like that chaos feeling, and then I'll turn a corner and realize there's another room, and there are more people, and they have wine, or they have random things, and I'm like, is there someone else working? Where's that coming from? Um, so yeah, full-on stress dreams still about restaurants. I remember when I was first going to college, my my dad was like, you're gonna have dreams about missing an exam for the rest of your life. <laughs> Little did he know that I was gonna get a restaurant job and I have like dreams of me just stamping bags for like four hours. <laughs> just like stamping bags. Don't know why I'm doing it, but these dreams, <laughs> they like the workplace is just like, it, it sucks you in. Oh yeah, absolutely. I actually, I also still have a dream about the first restaurant I worked at when I was 17. And I loved this restaurant so much. It was just the, a really special kind of spot. It was a community place. The food was amazing. The people who worked there were so cool. And it closed um, in like 2007. And I dream that it's open again. And I just somehow didn't realize. And I think about what I'm gonna eat and I'm waiting for it to open and I'm really excited and obviously I never get in, but it is just something that sticks with me. It's like, I don't know, it's th that place has like a very special spot in my heart. The bottom layer of bread, open up the shop. I feel like these places, they're so special and there's always, the one thing that always stands out to me, there's music playing in the background that really kind of sucks you in. I feel like music plays a big role in like how comfortable you feel in a restaurant or like, like it makes you like kind of dance in line if there's like some funky line playing in the background. Um, when you were working in the restaurant, can you think of a song that you might have put on like when you rolled into the restaurant, you're there a couple hours early, you're like folding up some napkins, getting ready for the dinner rush. Is there a song that you would play to kind of, you know, zen out before the crowd comes? Yeah, absolutely. So there are so many songs I can think of, but the first thing that comes to mind that really sticks with me is actually when I was working at this cafe, which was serving food and very much a restaurant, but was called a cafe. I would get there at 6 a.m. and it was in Manhattan, and so it was, I would go there in the winters and it was obviously freezing and snowy and nothing had been plowed in the morning, so you're just kind of like trekking through the cold, quiet city. And I would get there and I'd open the gate and I would always get in and put on um, this Here We Go Magic song, I Just Want to See Him Underwater. And something about it, I feel like 
it immersed me in the space and it just warmed me up and made me feel ready to work. And it just, well, every time I hear it, it still like brings me right back to like getting coffee cups out and like putting out pastries and kind of like getting ready for the day. Awesome, let's take a listen. Building a sandwich is a pretty straightforward process. Some fun ingredients stuffed between bread. Building a song can be too, so how would you describe your writing process? Oh, I feel like it can, it really varies. You know, the same as a sandwich, because it depends on what kind of sandwich you're making and the mood you're in. I'm definitely someone who likes to approach it a little differently each time. With songwriting, uh, I think it depends on the instrument I'm sitting down with. and. You know, sometimes a song comes from just kind of like vamping or improvising something and spins from there. Sometimes I feel like it's a melody and I'm, I'm building it off that melody and maybe I don't even end up sticking with it, but that's the starting point. Um, I wish I had a more dialed in process, but after many years, I just still don't. I've heard all these tales of people writing songs in like two minutes and, and being like, but ho, I'm done. It's done. Have you ever had like an aha moment where it just it just came to you? You sat down with your creativity and it was finished. Actually, yes. Um, and it's this song called Earth Baby. It's one of the Whoa. only times that's ever happened that I just sat down at the piano and I started kind of like re uh, playing this idea, cycling in this little piano spot, and. So a couple weeks before I had sat down and done this, I was playing a show and my friend Jai and I were sound checking. And I was like, you know, Jai, I really want to write a, a collection of songs and I want them to be called Earth Baby. And he was like, what's an Earth Baby? And I'm like, you know what, I have no idea, but this thing keeps like coming to me. And so a few weeks later, I sat down at the piano. I was like, you know, cycling this idea. And I was thinking about that conversation and I thought, what is an Earth Baby? What does that mean to me? And why do I keep thinking about this term? And so I just started singing and writing down um, what I wanted that to be. And it was a totally different process because um, I do feel like normally my songs are very, they're nonfiction, kind of just me processing feelings. But this really was almost something that I was writing about everyone else. Like, what do I want people to understand? and. Um, it really came down to this idea of, I just wanted to write something that served as a reminder to like step away from everyday anxieties and just be present and happy to be here on the earth. And I wrote it really quickly and it was just kind of like, I wrote it and I put it down and then picked it back up a few days later and felt like, okay, this is done. This is like its own thing. And it was very fast. That's such a beautiful feeling, like to be able to put a, a period at the end of something. You know, like musicians will spend years writing albums, and and just and when it finally comes down time to release it, it's like you're just you're over it. So it's beautiful when you can write a song and 
finish it as quickly as it feels good, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. And I've had that experience so many times of writing something and reworking it and feeling like, you know, by the time you give it to someone else, you're like, this is a weird Frankenstein thing that I don't even recognize anymore. So it is really special and it feels good to like have encapsulated it and be like, no, all the energy is still in it. And I didn't have to like rip it apart. It's just, it's its own thing. And I don't know, it, it holds something really special. The middle piece of bread, show us what you got. Why don't we listen to Earth Baby? Okay. Let's do it. yourself sentimental Settle deep between a smile and a frown You wondering if you could read the stars But you wouldn't dare Let on that sugar You're estranged from the strange Earth I've always felt that food culture and music culture share an important impact on our feelings about where we live. How has the culture of Portland shaped you as a musician? Oh, excellent question, Jack. Um, I feel like, well, I actually have been kind of thinking about this lately. I don't know if it's the culture or if it's the landscape or if it's combination, but I think that my time in Portland, the way it's affected my songwriting is it's it's helped me put a, a lot more space and breathing room into things just something about the pace of my writing that i noticed drastically changed when i moved here i moved here from new york and when i was in new york things were a lot more crunchy a lot more condensed there was it reflected my environment and kind of my mental space in that environment which is you know anyone knows anything about new york you know it's, it's high energy it's there's a lot of movement and that's a really special thing about it but here is is the opposite you know there's just there's so much downtime in the day and i think i really needed that in my songwriting um i needed to figure out just giving people more breathing room you know actually i was kind of thinking about this with um arrangements and how sometimes you want these really big arrangements and so you kind of like start layering stuff in like more horns more of this more of that more of that and it actually starts to shrink the sound because you're 
crunching everything together. And really when you start going more sparse, like that's where things expand because people can like take those deep breaths and really take in stuff. So yeah, I feel like long answer, kind of short, kind of long. That's that's how Portland has affected my songs. The top piece of bread, closing down the shop. Let's move on. It's the uh, final, the, the, let's top this the, the sandwich, this figurative sandwich here. Um, it's closing time. You got a couple in the corner of the restaurant staying a little past their welcome. I'm sure we've all seen that before. Um, what song would you put on to cap the evening? More than likely, I would probably want them to, you know, it's their night out. They're having a good time. So probably put on something they feel really comfortable with. Uh, I used to work at this spot in Brooklyn called Apartment 138. And it was on Smith Street. And it was this wonderful little spot with a really great back patio and the front of the restaurant had these two huge windows that opened onto the street and you know no screen just like open straight onto this the street and you like feel the the vibrancy of the city and usually around like 11 or midnight when you know people were kind of like the last folks were sitting down finishing their food but stretching into the evening and it was summer we would put on uh, Lover's Spit by Broken Social Scene. And it was like the song you listen to to close out the restaurant night, but like begin the rest of your city night. Awesome. Yeah, let's take a listen. Thank you so much, Robin, for being on our show. She's got a new single coming out in April called Better Seasons. Check it out on Spotify. Check it out wherever you can. Have a good night. We made a sandwich.